Yee! And welcome Yee. in. <laughs> Fair call and welcome in to the Three Count Podcast. I'm Dylan Chambers. Joining me as always, the edge to my Christian, Ben Hobden. Benny, welcome back. Royal Rumble's behind us still. There we go. What a day. Well, as they say, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Um, point, we're gonna... Should we point at the sign? Point at the sign or still too early? There somewhere. <laughs> uh, look, we'll take you through the Royal Rumble, uh, both matches, uh, the other two matches on the card. Huge card uh, for the Royal Rumble. All, <laughs> the, all the surprises and what we thought of everything. So make sure you listen and uh, stick around a bit later. We're going to draft. Uh, our best ever Royal Rumble performances uh, within the Rumble match over mm-hmm. history. So, yeah, make sure you stick around for that one. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you're watching or listening to us. And follow us on Instagram at 3 Podcast. Benny, let's touch on the notes. Now, are you okay? Uh, look, the Vince McMahon allegations dropped uh, just before the Rumble. Um, look, we won't go into too much detail here, but nah. suffice to say, it does not look good for Vince. Uh, and he has, he, he said he will, uh, you know, dispute all the allegations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's he stepped down from TKO. But mm. the greatest thing coming into into Rumble night? No, well, not the greatest thing coming into this time of year for for WWE. You know, this is their big push. You know, they they want to get all their fans coming in and. <laughs> You know, you, you hear a lot of things and, you, like, as you said, we're not going to touch on that stuff, but um, I just don't know how it's going to affect the company. Um, you know, they are owned by TKO now, which definitely helps. They have sort of seem to run things a little bit more smooth and smooth sailing and stuff. So Vince has stepped down, um, the rock's on the board, you know. They're trying to – it's one of those things, you know, one out, one in. They're trying to give us positive stuff to try and not make us think about it, really, I think. so. yeah. Um, um, Triple H got hammered with questions in the, in the press conference. Uh, he, yeah, he was definitely, you know, on the hot seat. Uh, he didn't really give away too much. Uh, a lot of people didn't like how he kind of went about it. But um, but what's know, he meant just... to say? What's he meant to say? He's not going to go into it, is he? No, no, absolutely like... not. Um, now, this also affected uh, the status of Brock Lesnar going into the Royal mm. Rumble. Uh, rumors are he was supposed to come in, and basically Bron Breaker took the the Brock Lesnar spot. Yeah, and Bron did all the things that Brock was going to do apparently as well. So there was going to be that standoff with Gunther and and that kind of stuff. And it's an interesting little dynamic because when we watched it, we thought that uh, Pat McAfee must have taken his spot, but that was meant to happen as well apparently. So Pat was meant to come in and then eliminate himself because Brock was going to stare him down. So well, uh, I mean, interesting, that, interesting. That- that McAfee spot absolutely makes more sense if it's Omos and Brock Lesnar in the room. Omos, yeah. yeah. Um, no offense to Bron Breaker. Um, and then, you know, apparently supposed to be eliminated by uh, Dominic Mysterio, and then that was going to be the match at Chamber. Chamber, yeah, I did Dominic say that. Mysterio, so. Um, oh, could you imagine Brock just throwing him around in Perth? That would have been fun. That, that so been so fun. now we don't have Brock, and then the other sad news, we don't have somebody else. CM Punk tore his tricep out four to six months. Oh. Yeah, not great time for CM Punk. No, he's um, only fresh coming back. What's he had two matches? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did look a little gassed mm. uh, in the Rumble. Whether, you know, if you tear a tricep, that's probably going to, you know, gas you even more than usual. Uh, four to six months kind of puts, you know, on the early side, he could be back by Money in the Bank. On the later side, more, more likely SummerSlam. 
So you got to remember, he is, an, he is a young, young chap. You know, he's he he, he did seem determined in you know in his um his little promo on Raw and stuff like that. But I, yeah, I, I'd lean towards six months with CM Punk. Yeah. Um, and injuries. Speaking of injuries, Seth Rollins' injury. Apparently, he's told uh, Daniel Cormier that he thinks he'll be back to full strength in a month. Uh, you know, it's one of those cases of Sam uh, Seth just wanting too much you know yeah i think and and the problem is maybe he does come back loses at mania and he's out for six to eight months or something like that well, maybe I, he'll I, just carry through it i mean a month though that's chamber time mm. um i i don't foresee him to be back that early but um they have lost a lot of star power in uh an elimination chamber now and they're still trying to sell tickets yeah, that's going to hurt. I think that's where The Rock's going to have to come in. He's going to have to promo, promo something or tease it even. That'll yeah. help. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul has renewed his contract with WWE and will be a full-time superstar going forward. Mm, did see that. Uh, that'll be interesting. I think I like it. I, I like it as well. Uh, now, just before the Rumble, we had the Kabuki Warriors. They won the women's tag team titles uh, on SmackDown. So they're the tag team champs going forward. I've got some new announced teams, Benny. Yes, we do. Michael Cole and Pat McAfee will run Raw, and uh, Corey Graves will take over the lead play-by-play announcer duties on SmackDown with Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett and Corey Graves. That's an interesting dynamic there. I don't know how that one's going to go. Obviously, we know Cole and McAfee are going to do great, but I just don't know about the other two. Yeah. (laughs) It seems a bit weird to me. It does. But, you know, great for Graves. Uh, you know, it's probably a, a shot he deserves. Um, but he, does he change his persona, you know, because he's always been the that that heel guy, you know, like, so, but Wade Barrett sort of seems that way as well. So yeah, it's got to yeah. be, it's two two similar guys going together. I guess they work. can, I guess they can just test it out. And if they don't like it, bring Vic Joseph up from NXT. Well, him and Graves got the uh, are very good friends and stuff like that. They, they yeah. do the podcast together and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see. It will be. And last bit, it's not really news, but uh, something we should mention on, on the road to Elimination Chamber. Uh, with all these injuries, uh, another person we won't see is Gunther. Uh, so he's not allowed to leave the US for uh, you know, a good few good few months while his permanent visa, uh, visa gets approved. So... That will be approved in time for him to go to Berlin, uh, but yeah, not of course. in time for Elimination Chamber. So no Gunther, no Rollins, no CM Punk, no Brock Lesnar for Elimination Chamber. Uh, that's a lot of star power. That's a lot of star power. And and Cody Rhodes, uh, yeah, spoiler alert, already has his uh, WrestleMania match kind of set, so he won't need to earn anything there. Uh, but I'm sure we'll see him, no doubt, anyway, to try and lift the star power. We'll be there either way, cheering him on. We will be there either way. Benny, let's get into the Royal Rumble card. We'll kick things off for us with the US Championship match, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. Uh, Paul spent much of the time focusing on Owens' injured hand. Uh, one of Paul's cronies tried to get him some brass knucks. He got tossed out, but who makes an appearance for Grayson Waller and Austin Theory? Uh, they got Paul the knucks. KO got them off him, used them on him. Uh, and, you know, we all thought he had the three count, uh, but he was disqualified once the refs saw them. Yeah. Um, I feel like this match was kind of doomed because of the position it was in. 
You know, it was it was before the men's rumble, after the world title shot. It was sort of in a pretty terrible place to have to go. I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, we we did talk about it throughout the match, though. We felt like it was a fast count. Like, the whole match was a fast count until that last one, and then it was just like, oh, really sort of slow and methodical, <laughs> you know. It was it was interesting. Um, good way to do it. It was almost that, that Eddie Guerrero spot, but not deliberate. Yeah. With the whole you hit me, I hit you kind of thing with the old chairs and stuff like that. But I, I thought it was a good match. Um, what, what did you give it, Benny? I said, yeah. Look, I want to say it was a great match, but I, I can't. I, I only gave it a one and a half count. Um, just, I, I don't know if we needed Theory and, and Waller coming out. I, it's sort of, I know that they've got that little connection and stuff like that. It just sort of dampened it a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, and Logan, uh, for me, the other thing was, and we talked about it as well on the day, was Logan selling. He, he just, that's one thing he really needs to work on. So if he works on that, it could be a lot better. So I only gave it a one and a half. I, I gave it a two. I thought it was enjoyable, obviously. Uh, disappointing ending, but uh, you know, I think Paul's just continually showing that he's made for this. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, you know, while it might have taken away from the match, I I'm enjoying the potential of this Waller Theory Paul group. Um, yeah, you know, the living these, living Ken dolls. Yeah, of, of these, <laughs> you know, these social media little buttholes. Yeah. All, <laughs> all, all the, teaming together. The brat pack. The brat pack. Uh, so I didn't mind. I gave it a two count. That's um, fair. What What's next for Logan Paul in your mind? Uh, well, look, we've talked about this before. We think that it's going to go on to LA Knight um, for him. And I can sort of see it happening. But LA Knight's push seems to have halted massively. So, and and I don't know if he can go back to Logan and then, and that can elevate. You know, they're back and forth. Their verbal promos and everything will be brilliant. The crowd will be popping for that because, the, and that'll give uh, LA Knight that push again. It'll sort of promote him a little bit more because of the booze that uh, Logan will get. So I think they might go that way. Um, I can see it I'm now. Just, you call yourself the megastar. I'm an actual megastar. Yeah, it, it, it works. I, I'm trying to think who else is on that on that roster. To I, I don't title. think that Kevin Owens thing's done yet. Yeah, that's. I think probably, that might probably true, especially with that finish. Yeah. I think they might keep that up. And hey, we've got Rey Mysterio to come back as well. He's got a a bone to pick with uh with Logan Paul as well. Uh, sure. But yeah, I, I think they'll keep going with Kevin Owens for now. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's move on. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship Fatal Four Way match: Reigns, LA Knight, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Reigns got triple team to start with, uh, but they eventually paired off as they always do in Fatal Four Ways. Randy. Hits RKO's on everyone, and as he goes to pin Reigns, the ref gets pulled out of the ring by Solo Sokoa. He then hits a Samoan spike on Orton, drags him out, and then goes for a, a hip toss or something through the barricade. Orton got out of the way, but, geez, Solo almost took out poor Samantha Irvin. Poor Samantha nearly just lost her legs, didn't she? Ooh, he he hit that hard. Uh, but Orton would get back in, Reigns had hit a spear on him, a Superman punch on LA Knight, and then a spear on Styles, who he pinned. Uh, I gave it a one and a half count. I thought it was a solid match, very predictable, which, you know, kind of hurts it. Um, yeah. And I think it's also, you know, you know, at least three of those four guys, you know, some of the best in the game. Um, so I think it kind of under-delivered for me. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It was a very slow match as well. Very slow start. 
like even just the way you described it then about how they got triple teamed him and they split off and it, like that sounds like it was action. It was slow. The crowd were not in it at all. Um, and then it just sort of built and built and built. And I, I must admit the last, you know, the last segment was pretty solid. Um, and they they did that well. Yeah. But the first the first three quarters of the match really struggled for me. So um if there was a bit more going on in the beginning, I probably would have got a higher count, but I gave it a one and a half count as well. Yeah. Now looks like you know, all bets are on that Cody Rhodes will take on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. not. Um, what do we do with Knight, Styles, and Orton here? Well, as I said, you know, if 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 KO, like you said, doesn't go on with Logan anymore, I think LA Knight, Logan Paul could be a thing. Um, do we just get a straight up AJ Styles, Randy Orton match? Just uh nah. I think it could sort of it's it's AJ's gonna go deeper into this dark hole. Um I, I think can, I think you're not far off. I think it's Styles and Knight. Yeah, okay. I think if AJ gets darker and uh, LA Knight, they want to continue this push to try and elevate him again. Yeah. Uh, a, a Styles v. Knight you know, feud could work. Now, this might be pie-in-the-sky stuff, but a lot of people <laughs> have pulled out of Elimination Chamber. Will we get Roman? Because Roman Randy seems like it is built for that that match at chamber. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. I think they're going to have to do something. You know, Roman hasn't been, hasn't been touted to be coming out to elimination chamber. No. Um, and with all the, the star power out, triple H is probably going to have to make the call and say, you know, you and you and I don't mind that you and Randy. Yeah, or, or, or we get Randy and solo at, at yeah. elimination chamber True. as payback, something like that. Well, I mean, you know, the the talk was that they didn't give Randy the one on one match because they want to save that. So maybe it's you know, in in case of emergency, break glass with uh with Chamber. Hopefully, for our sake. Yeah, for our sake, definitely. All right, we'll then pivot to the women's Royal Rumble match, which was won by Bailey. Uh, look, plenty of action and spots in this one. We kick things off with Natalia and a returning Naomi. Bailey came in at third. Match had some just great spots, uh, including the entry and dominance of TNA's Jordan Grace, Ooh. Jade Cargill's debut and elimination of Nia Jax, R-Truth entering after getting confused <laughs> as to which Rumble was on. Uh, we got the return of Liv Morgan, uh, but it was Bailey who eliminated Liv Morgan and Jade Cargill in the end to win it all and also set the new women's time record at 63 minutes. Yeah, I thought it was a really good match. It, it never really slowed down at any stage uh look there was obviously things that went wrong but that happens a lot um and i think it was good they built they, they had a lot of women in the ring at once it sort of built up that whole uh spot for somebody to come in and start eliminating um poor old chelsea green copped it quite hard she uh she got squashed quite a few times in there her uh, um, her opening spot when she came in and they were teasing the elimination straight away. That was good. Yeah, yeah. And then she did get eliminated, but uh, Piper Niven obviously caught her, put her back in. She she pretended to drop her a couple of times <laughs> and then put her back in. We had, as like you said, we had the spot between Jade and Nia. Uh, Jordan Grace did look great. Yeah. Um, we also had the spot between uh, Jade and uh, Bianca, where they were both holding. Yeah. Uh, Jeez. Was Becky and Liv maybe above their heads. How strong! That was so yeah. good to watch. Um, we feel like there might have been a bit of an issue with, you know, the Kabuki Warriors 
a bit of a spot missing going on there. Um, We're still not sure. sure. I still can't figure that out. But um, I still thought overall, I'm going to probably get torn up about this because I know uh, the IWC out there don't really like the women's wrestling side of things that much and stuff, but I'm going to give it a two and a half count. I thought it was really fun to watch. Um, It was a shame that they did. The ending was the same as last year's ending with the three women on the outside and it was Liv Morgan again, lost, you know. But I thought it was it was pretty good. So Benny, I gave it two and a half count. Benny, I am with you. Two and yeah, a half count boy. for me too. I thought that match was excellently booked, just almost perfectly booked. Um, you know, obviously a few spots didn't go according to plan, but, you know, it was an exciting match all the way through. Bailey was, you know, the odds-on favorite, and it was still exciting at the end. Still having yeah. no idea which of the three of them was going to win. Um, so yeah, so just a really well booked two and a half count for me. Um, now, you know, they're going to tease it out, but surely we're getting Bailey EO Sky at Mania, right? You, you you can't help but think that that has to be what it is. But I just that's not going to be a main event. That's the no. thing; it's not a main event match. So the women's Royal Rumble winner isn't a main event. Which it wasn't, I know Rhea wasn't the main event essentially last year and stuff, but um, it just doesn't have still have that main event feel about it. Yeah. So they're going to have to do a lot of good booking to get to that, which is going to be that whole, you know, dissension amongst the the team. And will have will Bailey have anybody come onto her side to help her out and stuff like that? Do you think they should change it so officially, you know, the women headline night one and the men headline night two of the Rumble winners? Not necessarily, no. If it's a big-time match, you know, if it was going to be, um, you know, Bianca and Rhea or or something like that, you know, or the rematch Charlotte and Rhea or something like yeah. that, that that really can build and, and really make it big, then yes. But I just feel that obviously now it's been ruined because of CM Punk's injury and we don't know and, Anything could happen at the moment, but I feel like there was always going to be the two singles men's matches we're going to highlight one and two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on to the men's Royal Rumble match. Cody Rhodes winning the whole thing again. Back Uh, to back. We kicked things off with Jay and Jimmy Uso, which was a great way to start. We got our first surprise entrant at four with the return of Andrade. Carmelo Hayes followed him at five. We got a brawl ringside between the final testament and the pride after Cross and Lashley eliminated each other. Cody enters at 15. We get the main roster debut, I guess, of Bron Breaker taking mm. that Brock Lesnar spot. He just dominated. Um, Omos hit the ring as well. I know you're super excited for that. Uh, then the Pat McAfee <laughs> spot uh, where he opted to eliminate himself. CM Punk comes in at 27, Drew at 29, Sammy at 30, just stacking it right at the end there. Uh, and it all ended up coming down to Punk and Cody. Uh, surprise, surprise. Who Look, they put on, I wrote thrilling. Thrilling is probably not the right word. It was very slow and methodical, but exciting yeah. at the same time. because It was just storytelling. It was yeah. it was great. I'm um, pretty sure I said to you on the day, I said, I hope this goes for another 30 minutes. Like, I just yeah. wanted them to have a 30-minute match out there. And you know what they might have if CM Punk didn't have that injury? We don't know. I think, I think we were joking too. You know, someone would hit one of their moves and then we'd say, oh, we got five minutes now while they both stay on the campus for a little yeah. while. But the crowd uh, rose. The crowd rose yeah. while they were down. It was brilliant. The crowd loved it. It was amazing. Uh, but it was Cody who came out on top, winning his second Rumble in a row. I thought it was a really good Royal Rumble match. Maybe not as good as the women's. Uh, so yeah. I gave it a two. I'm with you, mate. I, I give it a two as well. Um 
And and it, it's not really that far. Maybe it's a two and a quarter. You know, like it wasn't that far behind the women's. Um, there was some brilliant storytelling in there. They were setting a lot of things up. Obviously, we had the Usos starting with the Yeet, no Yeet. Um, obviously, this is leading to Mania singles match. You would hope so. Is it a, you know, it's in Philadelphia, the town of brotherly love. <laughs> it's got to work, surely. There's a hug at the end. Is that what you're saying? No, we get a brotherly love street fight or something like that. You know, we've got a, you know how they, they just twist it. Like, but it's got to be the brotherly love match. It's, it's in Philly. Come on. It, it writes the, itself. The match ends and Jimmy takes his shirt off and he's actually got a red yeet shirt and there's no no on it. <laughs> yeah. And then and Jay does the same, but it's the other way around. No. It's the double turn. The yeah. double turn. But yeah. No, I thought it was good. Um, And I, I enjoyed it. I think I picked the final four. You sure did, Benny. One of the only things I got right of the day, but I did. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then afterwards that we have uh, Cody, he points to the sign and then he points to Roman Skybox, essentially saying, this is who I'm taking on. Rollins came out on Raw, tried to convince him otherwise, but... Do you know what? It was a brilliant, brilliant promo from Seth, I thought. The crowd were not into it and nobody wants to see that match again. Yeah. But I thought it was a brilliant promo. It, it, hey, it made sense. Yeah, that's uh, that's the big point of the promo, right? Yeah, fight for the dusty title or uh, fight for the one that doesn't mean anything. Fight, anymore. fight for the Hogan title. The people backstage just uh, the politicking title. Po- politicking title. Yes, it was. <laughs> I thought it was a brilliant promo. Yeah, it was very well done. All right, that is it. That is our Royal Rumble review. Time to get to the draft. The best Royal Rumble performances. I get to pick first and. This is to tough. Honest, I don't think there's there's no like even top four for me. I don't I don't think there is a clear 101 in this draft. No. Nah, nah. Um so I'm just gonna have to, you know, shoot off the cuff. Same. So um, I would have done this. I, I think I'm shooting the whole top five, like for me. Yeah. Uh yes, it's it's really tough. Uh, okay, um look, I'm gonna take Ric Flair in 1992. That's kind of the one I wanted as well. Uh, <laughs> With a tear in my eye. That's right. Such a great promo. He came in at number three. Was there yeah. for 52 minutes. That, you know, in those days, you didn't really have an Iron Man either. No. Um, you know, he'd just come into the WWE, WWF back then from uh, yeah. WCW, NWA territories. He had five eliminations and, and he won the title. Uh, yeah, he won the, the title. And the promo afterwards was what made it as well with Mr. Perfect and Bobby Heenan. Got rid of Sid Vicious with the help of Hogan. Let's not forget that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, brilliant pick. Brilliant pick. Um, all right. Well, this is tough. This is really tough. Um, I think I'm going to go this one because of what it led to and where he ended up and whatever else. But I'm going to go Austin 97. Um, although he did cheat because Bret Hart did eliminate him. <laughs> he was gonna- eliminated. He was eliminated, so he didn't really win the Rumble. But, um, yeah, he won from the five spot. He had ten eliminations. Uh, it was pretty dominant. Obviously went on to win the title and go from there, you know. 45 so Austin, minutes he was in there for, so not a yeah. not a bad showing. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Look, I'll, I'll take the homer pick with the next pick. Oh, yeah. uh, 1995, Shawn Michaels. Only one hit. Only one foot hit the floor. Skin the cat. Skin the Cat came in at number one, the first to ever do it. Eight eliminations. Shawn Michaels for me. Yeah. Is that was that the one when Bulldog was celebrating and then it yeah. was. It's it's iconic in my head. So it's and a Bulldog great one. was number two as well. So they yeah, were it was one two the whole yeah. time. 
that was that was definitely on my list. Great pick. Um, I don't know. This is this is again. It's tough. It's tough. Um, I've got two here. I'm tossing up both iron performances. Um, I think I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley last year. Iron Woman performance coming at number one at the top of my list right now. Seven eliminations, won the Rumble, uh, went on to win the title at Mania. Um, and she's an Aussie, so we love you, Rhea. Yeah, I've got to go that one. And she was just dominant, dominant, just dominant. The first woman to come in at number one, 61 minutes, broke the record at the time. Uh, so yeah, good stuff there. Did we come in at two last week, last year as well? Yeah, yeah, so they were one, two as well. Did the, Shawn, did the Shawn Michaels uh, HBK Bulldog Bulldogs? Yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah, um, perfect. All right. Look, I know he's a bit off in the media right now, but I'm going to take Brock Lesnar in 2020. That was my next uh, pick. <laughs> Thirteen consecutive eliminations. And he uh, entered as champ as well. Entered as champ. Uh, look, he didn't win. He no. was eliminated by Drew McIntyre. He coming up number one. Yeah. Yeah, number one, 13 consecutive eliminations, just waiting for people. Yeah. Like you're playing a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's on, and it's on easy mode and you're just waiting <laughs> for the next guy to toss out. The only uh, way I play these games, mate. <laughs> Brock, there's that 2020. Great pick. All right, well, oh, leaves me with a couple of picks. What's this pick three? Um, I'm going to go with Gunther last year then. I'm I'm a bit, bit current biased, but came in at number two, um, was no chance, like was was odds off, like no one was going to, he was never going to win it. Um, and then, you know, at the end there, you were thinking maybe he could win this. If yeah. it wasn't Cody coming back, like um, I think, you know, he could have won it, but it's gone on to him just continually being the ring general and stuff. And it set the new record for longest time. So... I, yeah, I thought it was a great performance. That is what I was going to take. Uh, <laughs> took it from me. Seventy-one. We've, we've literally yeah, taken it's... each other's picks. So, uh, great pick there, uh, Gunther. Ooh, all right, where do I go here? Um, I'm going to go another guy who didn't win it. Um, Roman Reigns uh, in 2014. Yeah, it's on my list. Twelve eliminations he had, which was the second most. Uh, at the at the time, it was the most. Yeah. Um. Thirty four minutes. He was the runner up. He was eliminated by Batista, but uh, he was just kind of, yeah. He's he was on the way up at that point, um. And the fans were behind him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Roman Reigns, twenty fourteen, came in at number fifteen. Great pick. Well, if we're gonna go with somebody who didn't win but was very dominant, I'm gonna go Kane, two thousand and one. Eleven eliminations, just so dominant. Um. Just that big man spot just just killed it really. And that was three minutes he was in there, and, and he was in there a long time for a big man. That's yeah. uh, that's a good effort. Yeah. All right, my last pick. There is a lot of great options. Um. All right, I, I have one which I think is the next best performance, but I'm not going to take it. I'm going to take a little bit of a an out there one. Uh, I'm going to take Mick Foley in 1998. Wow, okay. Oh, Mick Foley the... entered the Rumble three yeah. times. Uh, I didn't num- even, do you know what? I didn't even think of this one. <laughs> at number one, number 16, number 28, uh, Cactus Jack, Mankind, and Dude Love. Uh, he only had four eliminations, but he entered three times. 
Great pick. Uh, he Great ended pick. up ended up getting uh Austin, who you know was dude loves tag team partner, turned on him, and uh, he ended up getting uh thrown out by Farouk. He was in the last four. Um, but yeah, Mick Foley, nineteen ninety eight, the three faces of Foley. Love it. That's a great pick. What year was that? That was nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. Wow. Okay. So I love the, it. La the last two were the Rock and Austin in uh, in ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, well, the, well, Rock ninety eight was on my list. Actually, I thought that was he had a pretty good performance. He was in there for quite a bit. Um, do you know what? I'm going to take a homer pick for the last pick. Nineteen ninety four. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. He had seven eliminations, but it was the first real big man spot where they just come in and clear house. You know, the ring was loaded up for him. He came in and just dominated yeah. and got rid of everyone. And we still call it the diesel spot now. So, you know, it's it sort of lived on in memory and that's 30 years ago. So, yeah, uh, that's, you know, it's a bit of a homer pick for me, but I uh, I couldn't help it. I, I, I don't I don't hate it and I didn't have it on my list either. It is the diesel spot, so. It um, is the diesel spot. If, you, like, if that you've was, got yeah. a spot named after you, then uh, it's you got it. It must have been a good performance. Definitely worthy. Uh, honorable mentions, Benny. Well, I've got one here that you were talking about um, when Ric Flair won, and you said there wasn't really the Iron Man spot back then. But the year before, Rick Martel lasted fifty-two yeah. minutes. I thought you might mention the model. I was going to take that. I actually really liked Rick Martel. He was he was that just that heel that you hated when he was just so arrogant and stuff like that. Um, so that was, I was almost going to take that with a fifth, but I had to take diesel. Um, and then I've got obviously Bel Air 21, even in 20 as well, when she came in with Basel yeah. from NXT, there's two good ones there for Bel Air. They both had eight eliminations in that one. Just yeah. dominated. And then I don't, you can't really, I can't believe we didn't pick this one. Rey Mysterio 2006. That was the one I was going to pick with my fifth pick yeah. where I opted for Foley because number two. You just two, didn't expect it. Yeah. Set the record before Gunther 62 set the 62 minutes. Yeah. And he won it. Uh, yeah. The little man, yeah, that's a, a little bit of a robbery there for Rey Mysterio, but I wanted to do something a little bit interesting bit in my last I love, pick. I love, we, our fifth picks are always a bit of fun. unless That's if right. Yeah, we probably could have gone 10 on this one, but, you know, anyway. Any um, other honourables for you? Uh, Edge 2021 coming in at number one. Number one, uh, yeah. He was in there for 58 minutes. Um, Benoit, 2004, he was, he was number one as well. Yeah, I know, we're not allowed to touch Benoit. Um, but he was... <laughs> He was the uh the the first person since Shawn Michaels to come in at number one and win it. Yeah. Um Hogan in '89, he didn't win it, but he had eight consecutive eliminations. Solid. Um Bailey this year broke the, yeah, broke the record, yeah, seven eliminations. True. Um and also from this year, just Jade Cargill. Like what a dominant dominant performance. Um, I just I just thought of one then that reminded me of um just my youth, and that was uh I think it was 94, might have been 93, uh, when Yoko won. 93. Yeah, 93. But it doesn't go to Yoko. It goes to the macho man who dropped the elbow and tried to pin Yoko to win the match. And Yoko <laughs> kicked out and Randy went over the top rope from that. That's a memorable just, moment. Just made a, no sense. Whatsoever. Memorable moment. It's just not a great performance, but it just popped into my head. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for cutting you off about Jay, but yeah. <laughs> that, that is okay. All right, so I have Ric Flair, 92, Shawn Michaels, 95, Brock Lesnar, 2020, Roman Reigns, 2014, and the three faces of Foley in 98. Benny's got Austin in 97, Rhea Ripley last year, Gunther last year, 
Kane in 2001 and the diesel, the original diesel spot, 1994 diesel. And that is it for our Rumble recap. We'll see you again in a few weeks when we head to Perth for Elimination Chamber. Hopefully we'll see a few of you there. Look, we may even record a live show, so keep your eyes peeled on the socials for that. Benny, thank you once again. Thanks, Dill. Pleasure as always. And we'll see you once again on the Three Count Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.